Welcome to Boating Insights. This is a podcast about achieving your boating dreams, brought to you by Above and Beyond Boating. We deliver the leading courses to skipper your own boat. Well, hi there. Welcome back to today's Boating Insights, which is all about EPUBs. My name is Neil Driscoll, and I'm going to be sharing with you some of the knowledge we have around these uh, really amazing bits of kit that can have a huge impact in your sa- on your safety. So, first of all, just looking at the EPUB, so in case it's something you haven't come across before, it's essentially a beacon uh, that's completely independent, so it's got its own independent power supply. It's a part of being an EPUB. It has to actually float, and it has to be able to transmit with the battery as long as it's within its date for, or used by date, sorry, for 48 hours. And if it's registered, then it can actually give information about who you are. And you know, if it's enabled with GPS, it can say where you are. It doesn't give any specific information about what's going on, like you might be able to say with something like a radio. But it just by being activated indicates that you're in distress and you need help. If you use them on the land and water, obviously boating insights, we're looking more at the water today. Let's just run through some thoughts and ideas that I wanted to give you so first of all yeah do you need to carry one well it would it would really depend on the activity that you're doing I mean I think that they're great I keep a personal one that it's called a personal locator beacon so they only last for 24 hours and they don't they don't float or even when they do it tends to just be from the case rather than properly float but you know they're still a great little bit of kit you know, the one I have is significantly smaller and lighter than my phone and it's something that I carry around. So if I'm jumping on different boats, I, I know that I've got that with me. Depending where you are in the world, whether you're operating commercially or as a charter vessel, there's lots of scenarios where it would be compulsory because of how far offshore you are or the country you're operating or the boats being used commercially, or any number of things or the racing that might mean that you have to have one on board they're also something which are relatively inexpensive you can buy one for you know 250 280 dollars they're always on sale they usually got a battery life of seven to ten years but the key thing is that if something happens that means you're not able to maybe use the boat's radio you're out of range of land-based radio stations or you have had to evacuate the vessel in a hurry, having this is something that you can have with you, even if you were, say, in the water, and that you can be alerting you know, the relevant authorities, the fact that you, you've got a problem and you need some help. And 48 hours is a pretty long time, even if it took longer than that for them to get to you, for them to have got a really solid position, a track on where you were throughout that time, and hopefully enough information to help them locate you as long as you're obviously with the beacon if you are required to carry it by law or for whatever the you know regulations around what you're doing then you know that that's not a choice if you don't have to have one on board there's lots of scenarios where you might choose to carry one i'm not saying that everyone has to have one you know the rules have kind of been created for a reason i certainly you know i don't carry one on me all the time every time i go out but it, it's it's worth thinking about, and something I always consider with these things is make sure it's not the reason that's stopping you from kind of just pushing yourself a bit further. Like, are you 
are you not taking the boat further or going going out kind of on more fringe conditions just because you don't have one of these you know if you're not comfortable still a good idea to obviously not be pushing the limits but if you are kind of continually developing your skills it's just worth considering would the comfort of having something like an epab on board just give you a bit more confidence to push things a little bit further now it's actually very difficult to get a beacon that's not gps enabled anymore um, but just to kind of explain this so you can have something which can either take 90 minutes to narrow you down to a search radius of a five kilometer circle which is if it's not gps enabled or if it is gps enabled be it epub or plb then it can in 90 seconds it should be able to narrow you down to an area sort of a bit smaller than the size of the sydney harbour bridge so amazing really and worth bearing in mind with that as well that you know in a distress situation if if you really are in distress if you can have that on as early as possible then that's actually feeding in a position back to in australia amsa or wherever your relevant search authority is but then also if you are then making voice maydays or dsc distress alerts the fact that there's then an additional indicator gone out that you're in distress it's just helping people understand who might be coming to rescue this is a real this is a real mayday this isn't you know an accidental activation of a beacon etc so it's it's a really good thing to be able to you know if you've got a choice if you think if you've abandoned the boat and you're in in the water to have either about 50 meter circle um and 90 seconds or five kilometers and 90 minutes it's pretty obvious which one you would prefer so if you've got a choice always go for the gps enabled when they first came out there was a massive price difference if you can even find something that's not gps enabled anymore i'd be surprised if there was more than about 20 or 30 dollars in the price difference so probably not enough to well hopefully not enough to make it worth you deciding to go non-gps now with any beacon be it as i said gps uh, an epub or a plb it's really important that you've registered it i often talk to people who because when they've gone to register it they're asked what their mmsi number is which is a, a number that you use for your radio and your ais if you do not have an mmsi you can still register your epub you don't need to have a radio license it's just asking so that then if you had an mmsi number they want to know what it is it's not a required field and so if you've got an EPUB and you haven't registered it or you bought a boat and it came with an EPUB and you haven't updated the registration details, do that today, okay? It'll take you about five minutes. It's a really simple job and it's really important. If you activate this, you, you need the current information to be in there. And so please make sure that if you are putting emergency contacts in that the people that you put in as emergency contacts, they know that they're an emergency contact and just give a bit of thought to who that would be uh, so that if the call did come in middle of the night saying hi this is AMSA and we just want to verify we've had an activated beacon we want to verify that the person is out as you're expecting just think who might be receiving that call make sure it's someone that you know that would be answering their phone and that they're likely to know what you're you're going to be doing now the next thing is I do often come across a scenario where people choose to carry old expired beacons which is you know, you're the skipper, it's entirely your choice. Something I just would like to mention, though, is just 
remember if you've got an expired beacon where you don't know if it's going to work there is a risk that you could end up abandoning the boat and have someone bring the wrong beacon with you and you leave a perfectly well functioning beacon on board and end up with one that's not working so personally i prefer to only carry things that are in date that i know are going to be working be it for flares epurbs etc it's just something i want to flag with you i've often come across scenarios where people have then left the expired beacon in the bracket mounted to the wall on the boat because that's it was easy and then they've just left the new one in a locker somewhere my point being obviously you've got the expired one front of mind that would be easy to grab and that people are used to seeing and a lot of people might not even know there's a new one on board so please really give it some thought and make sure if you have decided to carry old expired beacons which i would definitely not recommend you do that you've at least made sure that you've put the current working one that you can rely on that's registered in in the right place and that you've put the other one somewhere right out of the way maybe tucked off in a grab bag somewhere or something that you you're carrying i'm not really sure why you'd carry it but that you're you're just making sure it's not in the way single-handed it's great to have a personal locator beacon on board just meaning if nothing else if you do fall overboard i think i saw two maybe three incidents last year alone where people that were single-handed fell overboard activated their plbs and were rescued as a result of it so it's a it's something I would consider if you have if you are going out on your own. Within that, I'd also mention if you're going out almost on your own, i.e. the other people that would be on board for what, any number of reasons, wouldn't be able to handle the boat and keep themselves safe, let alone get back to you. I would consider that in terms of your planning single-handed boating and definitely recommend that you've got PLBs on, on you when you're on deck. Now... There was a move, certainly in Australia, for commercial vessels to make it compulsory that EPIRBs are set up in a way that you have them in a case that can float free. So basically, if if the boat ends up sinking, that the EPIRB needs to be somewhere that it would float free, come to the surface. Not necessarily also automatically activated. Um, and actually, not all manufacturers, I remember I was quite amazed for a number of years, one of the main manufacturers their float-free case was only compatible with a non-automatic EPIRB. So basically, they were setting you up with something that if it floated free, it wouldn't turn on. Um, just look at that. Make sure that if you're setting up an EPIRB to be float-free, which depending on the situation, I, I really like. It's not always achievable. And it is a lot more money. Like many things in life, you're always amazed at how much they can charge for a plastic box when you can't get one anywhere else. But it it, it is a pretty good thing to, to look at. And I've certainly know of scenarios with friends who have been in abandonment situations where they were unable to get the EPIRB from inside the boat and wouldn't consider anything other than having a float-free set up on it. So just just factor that in make sure you give it some thought we've got videos looking in detail at this in abb tv that actually show you thoughts on positioning and a, a lot more detail but I, I just want to raise it as a something for you to consider a couple of final thoughts for you one is just make sure that other people on board know where the epub is and when they would activate it keep it really simple you know if, if something's happened this is the beacon that you need turn it on the lights will flash keep it with you help will come you don't need to make it really 
complex and difficult. They don't necessarily need to understand how the satellite systems work or what sort of satellites receiving it. Just keep it as simple as you can. Make sure that, that people would actually understand what to do in an emergency. With that as well, yeah, if you've done any of our training, you will have got access to your emergency action card that we've made for you showing all the different emergency tools and when you might use them you know open closed one way two way etc but make sure if you are activating a repurb that you remember to mention that in your mayday as part of the other information so you just finish off with epurb activated and that can just really help confirm things are real and minimize the time it takes for a search and rescue operation to be mobilized and hopefully come to get you if, if needed so I hope this has been helpful for you. So if you are carrying your EPUB key headlines, or certainly even if you're buying one, make sure it's GPS enabled. Think about where it's going to be mounted. Make sure other people on board know where it is and how you use it. If you do insist on carrying old expired EPUBs, please keep them well out of the way of the ones that are actually registered and fit for purpose. And if you are uh, activating an EPUB, remember to mention it in your voice mayday that you set off. Thanks very much for listening. Bye.